Back at eight years old, my uncle committed suicide. I was closer to him than anyone in my family, my friends, or anything like that. My biggest inspiration, my idol. And after he did that, uh, I just became addicted to, to pretty much anything that would give me the the way out to avoid um, getting proved that I'm not lovable, that I'm not good enough, and uh, that I don't, I don't. Uh, measure up and because uh, I didn't want to get hurt again. That's Jacob Manning and this is the Yoga Life Podcast. Hello there. I've got some exciting news. I've just paid a deposit to host my first ever retreat. Yeah. I've I've taught on retreats before, but this will be the first time I'm ever going to host one. Um, it's going to happen in September. It's going to happen in Ireland, and that's all I can say for now. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, yeah, if you're um, listening to this, uh, maybe like in April, June time, then it's likely that it's up on my website. If you go to kevinboyyoga.ie forward slash um, events or retreats it'll be up there um but yeah so it's quite exciting i'm really looking forward to this i feel like this could be um the area that i want to expand into into because when i was younger my house where i grew up was the house that everyone came to before we go on a night out my mum is like the hostess with the mostess she um yeah, she, she she loves doing that, and I take after her, really. So I like um, being the person that brings other people together. And uh, it'd be quite, it's quite exciting to think that this could be something I can do more of, initially in Ireland and then hopefully abroad. Um, so this is the first of many, fingers crossed. Okay, went off on a bit of a tangent there, uh, just at the very beginning. Um, I, I'm well, in case you're wondering, um, but um, I'm not sleeping much. And I feel fine though. I don't know what that means. I mean, I sleep probably for five hours a night and that's it. I, I don't really nap. I tried to, but I can't really. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm flying along and uh, hopefully it doesn't all come crashing down. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Kevin Ball, dead at 40. But, um, I shouldn't say that, should I? But um, I feel good. So let's just crack on, shall we? All right. Um, Listen, thank you so much to everyone that's been supporting the podcast, um, either through the sponsors or directly. I'm bowled over by, I get a little ping in my inbox saying this person has contributed X amount to you this month and uh, has subscribed. And then they're sending little messages as well. It's not even the amount, it's the fact that people are writing little messages saying, um, I've listened for six months, a year. And uh, I really, this is, podcast has really helped me. So thank you to all the people that have supported me um, through DonorBox. And uh, I use DonorBox because, not that you probably noticed, but if you go onto my website, kevinballyoga.ie forward slash support the Logo Life podcast, you'll see that it's driven by DonorBox. They're the client that take the, um, do the admin. And uh, I've chosen not to use Patreon um, I'm going to go into this in another episode when I do a solo one, but uh, there's been some things happening with Patreon where they've deplatformed people for using certain words 
uh, completely out of context. And I am a massive proponent, a believer in free speech, and I don't want to be censored by anyone. So um, that's why I chose not to go with Patreon. And this was a decision that took a while for me to make, but I'll go into that, in, like I said, in a, in a separate episode. But for now, this is all about Jacob. And um, yeah, w- with Jacob, you'll, you'll, when you listen, you'll find out more about um, his background and his struggles with addiction. And uh, I find addiction fascinating because we're all addicted to something. I mean, for me, it's probably um, sugar because if I have a, I know it sounds like um, very superficial or, or minor compared to Jacob, who um, was was at one stage addicted to heroin. But um, if there's a packet of biscuits, silly saying this, but if there's a packet of biscuits in my house or I go to my mum's house, I will eat the whole packet. That's an issue, and um, I think it's because I try to be so healthy that when I get a chance to be naughty, I go overboard. I'll have two or three desserts. And um, yeah, it's just something to recognize in yourself that that um, addiction, whatever form it comes in, and maybe, and also my phone. I'm definitely addicted to my phone, 100%. And this is a, a more recent thing. But um, I'm, I'm not beating myself up about it. It's just these are things, that, these behaviors that it's good to be aware of. So um, Jacob talks about his experience in a lot more detail and where his addiction stemmed from. Um, so uh, it ended up, being quite a light-hearted podcast and um yeah it all turned out well in the end so let me tell you about our sponsors because i'm i say ah my sponsors it's just me here sitting in my loft in a corner um and i'm doing this in one take because i'm sticking away trying to get away from all this editing business trying to sound slick so the first one is arm apparel now if you're a yoga teacher and which I am, as you, if you didn't know that, I got so sick of wearing tracksuit bottoms all the time. So I'd go teach the classes, then I'd maybe go out with my missus afterwards, go for dinner, and I'm in tracksuit bottoms. Or I've got to bring loads of spare trousers with me, and it's just a hassle. So uh, with I wear on a lot because they make clothing that you can wear in the yoga studio. It's very practical. It, it, uh, very good high quality materials but also then you can wear it out to the pub or the coffee shop afterwards so uh, that, that's why I, I like them and also I'm really trying my best I've just bought some re- reusable uh, another reusable coffee cup because I keep losing them and I'm do their best to uh, work within sustainable um, procedures so looking after the environment and it's all recycled fabrics and even their packaging is recycled paper so i mean all their fabrics are eco certified and i think like you sometimes you feel like the little things um don't make a difference but they really do these tiny little decisions we make what clothes we wear or products we use how much plastic we use um, so if you would like to learn more about om you can visit them at om.com and if you'd like a bit of a discount go to om.com forward slash the yoga life podcast use that url and then you can go check out all their eco-active wear um, for men because that's what they make clothes for and then anything that you like you can just put it in your basket put in the promo code kevin nice and simple for 15% off and it's not valid for clearance items that's Kevin 15% off at checkout the other lovely beautiful sponsor I have are 108 Asana yoga sequencing cards by Yoga Roo they um because it is 
it is a struggle being a teacher trying to be creative i'm not saying you have to reinvent the wheel every time you teach a class but to put sequences together that make sense for people that have a good structure have a beginning a middle and end and that have a a peak pose a have and are, are structured in a way that you can have you know your alignment cues you know how to have the class at the right level for the right people so when i wait asana cards make these really beautiful cards that come in this lovely turquoise box and all the cards give you your alignment cues your level guides your anatomy coding and they also translate the sanskrit to the english names which i used to really struggle with because i was terrible in school i never studied french or anything like that i was terrible at languages so sanskrit was really difficult for me so it's great that you have without having to get an internet connection you have um a hard copy of English to Sanskrit. So if you want to check them out, you go to www.yoguru.ie. Again, the promo code Kevin and get 10% off um, your box, which will have all your cards in it. That's yoguru.ie. Kevin at this at the checkout for 10% discount. So as I said, I'll, work, I'll bring in Jacob now. The yoga retreat is going to be in September, so check out that event. My handstand workshop in end of March is sold out, but I will have another handstand workshop coming up. All of those details, once they're up, will be in the events section of my website, Kevin Ball Yoga. And you can also follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Kevin Ball Yoga. That's probably the easiest way to keep up to date. So that's it. I've said a bunch there. Here's Jacob. Nice, man. Okay, cool. Let's do this. Jacob, how's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, man. Yeah, thanks for taking the time out to speak with me. Um, wait, are you in California now? <laughs> yeah, I live in Orange County, California, Dana Point. What's it like there? Uh, it's been raining a lot lately. It's rained more now the last uh, couple months than it has in the seven years I've lived here, so it's been good for the fires. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Of course, I heard about that. It was um, that was pretty savage, man. Um, and but you you travel around quite a lot, aren't you? You're going to Bali next month, or are you? Yeah, I'm going to retreat. Bali at uh, the beginning of next month. Have you been there much before? Yeah, this will be my third time going to Bali. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm actually due to go there for the first time. Uh, in May, so I only booked it a couple of weeks ago, but um, it's, it seems to be a lot of yoga going on in there, um, in Bali there, and like Sri Lanka seems to be pretty good. Um, so what's the, what's the retreat that you're doing? Is it, um, is it just yourself, or are you partnering up with someone else? No, it's just myself, doing it by myself, and uh, the purpose for the retreat is just to give people uh, a fresh start, and uh, to be able to heal from anything in their past and uh open up some possibilities for their future it must be quite challenging though to do a treat by yourself to have to look after all of those people because i have heard people say who've done hosted retreats that uh, when you've got someone else you know like a partner um uh, it can be a bit easier because you can share the responsibility is it is it quite emotionally challenging because you're having to support so many people over such a extended period of time well <clears throat> my girlfriend helps me as well so right she is a huge um part 
of putting this retreat together and um, I really appreciate it. So it's still really, uh, it's exhausting putting the retreat together for sure and uh, keeping up on, you know, like the retreat center with the funds and, and uh, yeah. answering everyone's questions and it's, it's a lot of work. Mm. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's a massive involvement, but I suppose, as you said, you, you, you get your off, you know, it's, you, you, I imagine you get a lot out of it. I'm yet to host my first retreat, but um, I imagine it's quite a, um, a fulfilling experience for, for you as well as them. Oh yeah, of course. And I can tell you it's, it's, uh, it's not much work when you're it's not really work when uh you're on the retreat even though mm. you're the, the teacher and stuff you know it's a break from from uh like day-to-day -day life and that's really important for me for like my well-being and it, i know it is for other people and people that are going on the retreat and people that have never been on a retreat that are uh like just missing out and not not uh just taking the leap of faith i can mm. i know that for a fact because i was i was in my i was in those same shoes once before mm. yeah and those going actually delving into that a little bit deeper um you talk about um being in those shoes before and before you started yoga because i from um I uh, know Louie and I know Shelby and the guys down at Arm and I know you have a um, you you work with Arm as well. Um, and I was reading your article with them and talked about your your story with addiction and recovery. Um, is that would you mind um, kind of explaining what that what that involved? Well, yeah, no problem. Uh, <clears throat> my my story with my. Uh, my addiction you wanted like what that yeah. was like yeah what, what was it well, in the form of like what what drugs was i using yeah i was an iv heroin addict and cocaine addict and meth and uh prescription pills and uh a little bit of alcohol but not really and uh that was that was that was my selection of things that I would, I would use. And it just, you know, didn't just, I didn't just use and take, grab a, a needle and put it in my arm or whatever. I, uh, it progressed and progressed. And, uh, my, uh, my, um, like my drawing the line, I just kept stepping over it. Like I'll never do this. And then next thing you know, I'm doing that. And, uh, until, the power of choice became completely uh, unavailable. Mm. And do you mind me asking what brought this on, this need to seek comfort in drugs? Well, it just, uh, it pretty much, so <clears throat> using drugs gives me a sense of uh, beyond belonging, beyond contentment beyond comfort beyond satisfaction it it gives me this perception that uh i am and i am you know like god the highest of of everything and and uh i'm like the final judge and i'm like this false sense of self like i'm the best 
this this feeling that I'm the best that I could ever be. So uh, why stop? And when I'm not, when I'm coming down, you know, it's a terrible yeah. feeling, and I get, go back up, and uh, and then eventually it just becomes like uh, the same thing as drinking water every day. I'll die without it. Mm. But did before it got into the harder stuff, even the prescription stuff, did you did the addiction show up in any other behaviors such as even things that seem quite innocent like video games or sugar oh, or anything like that? Did you have addictive <laughs> personality before that? Oh yeah, man. When I was a little kid, I used to collect uh, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I'd <laughs> I'd uh, I'd leave my 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 parents' door cracked open, my door cracked open. I'd turn the volume all the way down on my video games. You know, Crash Bandicoot, Mortal Kombat, uh, Spyro, and I would I'd play my video game, and if I heard, or I'd slowly close their door, not open it, so if I could hear it open, and if it opened, I'd, you know, jump up, turn the TV off, and like hide my mm-hmm. re- remote control under my uh, my sheets and pretend to be asleep, and then I'd wait, I'd wait, I'd wait, I'd get back up, and I'd go into their room you know, reclose the doors, leave my door open, have the volume down, turn it back on and play so I could do the same thing again. That was my scheme. And yeah. I would do that all the way up till, you know, I do the same thing with, with drugs go on like 15 years later. Mm. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know if you listen to the Joe, do you listen to the Joe Rogan experience, the Joe Rogan podcast? Uh, no, but I, uh, I know who Joe Rogan is and I've, I've heard him speak a lot. He's very, uh, enthusiastic and, uh, he very, yeah. he's very, um, into consciousness and being healthy. And he has a mm-hmm. desperate, yeah. a really desire to, 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 you know, figure it out. That's for sure. Yeah. He, he had a brilliant guy on recent, just this week called Johan Hari, who's a specialist in addiction. And one of the things that stuck with me, was he said the opposite of addiction is connection. So essentially, we uh, become addicted to things because we're lacking a connection in our in our life. It's not that we necessarily um, do it because we want to behave badly. We do it because we're trying to fill fill a gap or or trying to self medicate for some previous trauma. Is there anything? Um, and again, if it's too much to talk about, or we can always cut this out, you know, that's that's fine. But um, is there anything that you can think about in your life, uh, a moment where you can draw back to that think that moment really affected me, and I think that may have caused my dependency upon video games, um, heroin, or whatever it may be. Yeah, I started avoiding uh, life. And by the way, I'll, I'll answer anything the best I can you can use anything I'm an open book I have nothing to hide you know I know I know eventually okay. that I'm not going to be alive so I wanna help as much as I can uh yeah that's cool man appreciate it <clears throat> of course so uh back eight years old my uncle committed suicide I was closer to him than anyone in my family my friends or anything like that my biggest inspiration my idol and after he did that uh I just became addicted to, to pretty much anything that would give me the the way out to avoid um getting proved that i'm not lovable that i'm not good enough and uh that i don't i don't uh 
measure up and because uh, I didn't want to get hurt again because uh, mm. I've been hurt in my life like over and over and over again and uh, I have a part in everything I know that um, mm. but uh, getting hurt sucks so yeah it's part mm. of life well man that's that's um that's it's interesting you say that because and it's and I'm sorry to to hear that but um I was talking to someone recently about this how we have a father we have a father hopefully we have a father or a father figure and then when we get to a certain age and when we adolescence that um we have an uncle or a coach figure who becomes like our second father who so who shows us the way um and they they're both of equal importance so um, when you talk about your uncle, I think that um, for any young man to have someone who they, they idolize, they look up to, for that to happen, did you say it was through suicide? Yeah, suicide. He killed himself 20 years ago today. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. And he, especially in, in that manner as well, it wasn't like he had an accident and it was just bad luck. It was someone taking their own life. It, People may not realize it, but I'm sure that affects children. Children are a lot smarter than I think adults give them credit for. And they are more, far more uh, perceptive about um, things that are going on around them. And I think that um, uh, that's understandable why that would have uh, affected you um, so badly. Um, <clears throat> so how did you turn it around, as it were, in terms of getting out of the situation you were in? Yoga, therapy, uh, and before those two things appeared, I got in enough pain and suffering that uh, I just, you know, raised my hand and uh, asked for help. It was willing and honest and uh, just would take suggestion and... uh, I tell you, if you take suggestion and you're willing from people that have inner peace, success in any way that you want, either financially, emotionally, physically, and uh, you just take their suggestion and do what they're doing, that's the same results you'll get. No, no one's a, a special snowflake. And mm-hmm. No one's really that unique. Everyone has very similar stories and very different stories. And uh, mm-hmm. I uh, have been able to relate with people that uh have um, turned it around before me mm. and now I, I do the same thing you know pay it forward and uh also keep working on myself yeah do you find yourself you, you mentioned there about keep working on yourself do you find yourself ever relapsing i don't mean as in um, taking drugs again, but I mean relapsing into uh, moments where you uh, feel overwhelmed. Because what what you've mentioned at the very start when we we first came on the call was about holding space for people in a retreat in a foreign country where they've come and they've some of them maybe have quite a lot of emotional baggage. They're there for different reasons, and they have expectations of you because you're this um, you know. It, instagram star yoga and they may think okay this guy i'm gonna go on his retreat and he's 
can make me feel good for a week. So there's a lot um, of responsibility on your part and, and anyone that hosts a retreat in particular. Do you ever have moments where you just kind of freak out? I mean, it, I, I kind of, I can know what this feels like. Even when you just teach a regular class, sometimes you think, oh man, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I'm up for speaking in front of 30 people. Um, do you have moments like that? Uh, yeah, the phony. I'm a phony thought for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, like one of my best friends, uh, his name is Mike Davis, and he always, you know, after he says something that's amazing and inspirational, he thinks that the second after the thought, oh man, I'm such a phony. And that's just, that's like the, that's like the ego, and that's, that's where the work is, and the, and that's where everyone is just a human. And, even though I'm the leading the retreat, I'm the teacher. I that doesn't make me any better than any of the students. That doesn't make me any better than any of the people that work at the place. And uh, just having having like that uh, that awareness um, that it's okay to feel sometimes lost and sometimes uh, overwhelmed and stressed out and anxious and um, that's where the, the 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 control is. You know, control is a is a, and a, because I can't. I would get stressed out if I was teaching or speaking, say, in front of fifty people. If I thought mm. and I had the delusion that I really could control if they're enjoying what I'm saying or they're not, mm, and that's the first dishonest lie that I'll tell myself, and that's where I get back into lapsing, like you ask, where I'm playing this, this uh, whatever I think is more powerful than me, that I'm more powerful than that. Whatever I believe is 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 bigger than Jacob, I'm now bigger than that. As soon as I'm starting to feel like that stress, that anxious, overwhelmed, uh, not good enough, judged, they're not liking what I'm saying. I'm doing all this stuff in my head and, 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 you know, light your seconds. And then I just stop, take a deep breath and acknowledge that I, there I go again, trying to run the show, control everything. And I'm, you know, there's no, there's no sense of freedom in that. There's absolutely no power in that as well. Mm. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Like, if you try to, it's almost. If, do you ever have that? Uh, those occasions where you're teaching a class and you'll notice there's one or two people in the class that you think just don't like you, or they 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 have. I mean, I know when I'm practicing yoga, sometimes like sometimes I can look a bit mean because I'm I'm actually really enjoying it, but I'm taking it quite seriously. And I have times where I think, oh, that person down the back, is, has, they're annoyed with me, and then they're the one that will come up to you in the class and say that was a really great class <laughs> and for, for the whole hour you're thinking they hate me but um um so i suppose as you said it, it's about relinquishing control and almost letting yourself be a conduit or a um not 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 uh, tony robbins said it brilliantly recently about kind of almost there to serve and not letting your ego think like oh everyone must like me and just um being a bit more um what's the word i'm looking for jacob um real yes yeah, no one's no one's no yeah. no one is yeah. ever gonna always like you it's a, yes. that's that's delusion mm -hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there you go. What you said about the class, it's, it's as simple as that. I can be teaching a, a class with 30 people in there. And you know what? There's always that one person that's doing their own thing. There's always that one person that <laughs> doesn't want to doesn't want to really try. And then, you know what? Maybe they're injured. Maybe yeah. they just got divorced yesterday. Maybe they're freaking – you never know what's going on in people's life. Like, And, and yeah. the truth is I know what it's like to be going through something that's – horrible and you know you barely can get to the class and you barely can do anything and and like mm. that's where be but that's where the inner work is to be done and to be shared and to ask for help so that you're not stuck in that too long because mm-hmm. you know like getting out of the darkness is is uh is is it's harder to do the longer you wait yeah man that is such a good point like um, it is the, it is the ego, isn't it? When you want everyone to like you, that is your ego. That's you saying, um, not allowing someone to do, yeah, to maybe they feel sad or they feel angry to let them be that way and, and just accept the fact that that's their experience and to not let it all be about you, the teacher, which is, um, yeah, that is, you're right, man. That is definitely the work. I think, um, um, so it, aside from from yoga, do you do because you you can do very physically impressive stuff? Is that is that does that all come from yoga, or do you do anything else outside of traditional yoga movement in terms of training, physical training? Well, I love sports. I'll tell you that right now. I really like sports. I love football. I love baseball. So anytime I get throw one of those things i'm a happy guy i haven't thrown a baseball for a while but i definitely throw football around during football season a lot but uh you know i like to surf rock climb um i'll run sometimes uh something that i'm not familiar with because i i have a like i'm an addict you know i'm not just a drug addict like i am a I'm an addict at anything that makes me feel good and when it makes me feel good i want more until other areas of my life start to not be keep be, keep getting watered and enriched and grow they start to digress like if i do say <clears throat> um yoga seven days a week four hours a day which by all means i've done then before i know it like i don't have friends and my i'm not i'm not talking to my family <laughs> like i uh haven't done my laundry like my life there becomes unmanageable again it's it's mm. it's healthy to uh do a few things for exercise and not always one thing. And, uh, yeah, yeah I agree. That answers your question. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, that's, um, yeah, keep it, keep it balanced like that. Um, it's, uh, yeah, cause rock climbing is a big one. And I think that is so important from, for, as a, a counter to all the pressing that you do in yoga anyway. And plus it's good. It's interesting for your mind instead of just going to the gym. Um, so I appreciate that we've only got, um, 30 minutes so i wanted to run through uh, actually before I, I i got these kind of larry king style quickfire questions i wanted to run through w- with you and they're um they're kind of like you don't need to think too much about them they're um they're, they're almost one or two word responses but um so i'll get actually i'll do them i'll do them now all right so you ready jacob yep <laughs> what's your favorite city and why chicago my, it's my favorite city because I, I don't know. My heart's there, man. I, uh, I'm a huge Chicago Bears fan, and 
It's mm. just excite like it excites me that city. Interesting. Okay. What's your first ever job? My first job? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. I worked at Dry Creek Kitchen Hillsburg as a busser. That's my first job. Is that when you bring people the food at the table? Exactly. But my first like job where I was like, you know, I considered it a job for the job reason was Taco Bell. Okay. All right. The service industry anyway. So, you know, um, person from history you wish you could take to lunch? Alive or dead? Either's good. Either's good? Yeah. My Uncle Craig. That's a good one. Most memorable career moment. <sighs> wow. That's a really hard one, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, man. All right. One of, give us one in, in your top five. One that comes to mind that kind of makes you smile and go, yes, that was a, a, um, a milestone. Just recently, teaching my workshops in Doha, Qatar, by myself, I got done with a huge, long, long, like months of teaching, you know, 10 hours a day, and finally had some time off, and I went to do this uh, by myself, on my own, but it, all, like, it was a good, a good achievement. I really had a great time. Okay. Um, that's a good one. Uh, weirdest fan encounter. <laughs> Wait, where is what? Fan encounter. Has anyone like sent you, I don't know, underwear or something like that? Where does fan encounter? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, dude, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Like People... I get. I, I seem. People seem to really like 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 my feet. Oh wow! Yeah, my feet. And uh, what else? Oh man! That's a, and then, <laughs> uh, dude, I've I've just got asked a lot of things. Yeah, that's <laughs> the feet is pretty. a good one. I mean, so what? They ask for like pictures of your feet, or just talk about your feet. Just tell me how amazing my feet are. <laughs> well, it's good to know, though. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a bit strange, but I mean, you got your feet out a lot when you're a yoga teacher, so hey. Dude, I don't discriminate, whatever. It's all good. You know, if I, if I make your day because you like my feet or I make your day because you, you think oh, I have a cute butt, right on, dude. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah, it's always so good. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve? Do you use that expression in America, pet peeve, as in something that uh, irritates you? Oh, yeah. My biggest pet okay. peeve is when I see people, like, trying to uh, either, like, control traffic or, like, just stuff that you obviously have no control over when I see that. Hmm. And then when okay. and then the other pet peeve I have that's very similar to that is when you can, like, speak, but you don't. And you just keep talking about it. Does that make sense? Like the like, just keep continuing on talking about the problem about something, something uh -huh. confliction instead of just approaching the person, like telephone, even you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that makes one. Sense. Thank you, man. That was great. If you could travel, three more questions. If you could travel back in time to when you were 18 and you had just one sentence to say to yourself, what piece of advice would you give your 18-year-old self? Buy as much Bitcoin as you can. <laughs> that's pretty practical that's good huh that's a good one man that's a good one um, that's a damn good one you didn't see that coming did you no, or you Amazon or Amazon buy as much Amazon as you can yeah whatever yeah, you knocked out the park that was a good one alright um, <laughs> second, second last question things people get wrong about you that's the best question you've asked man thanks man that uh, people people get wrong about me. Yeah, they're like um, a, normally you say an assumption they made about you from social media, and then when they meet you, they're like, "Oh, you're this compared to what I thought." They get wrong about me. I can tell you a couple things. One is that I'm not like six foot two. I'm like I'm like barely almost five nine. Some yeah. average. Number two, yeah. uh, would be like. Number two would be like, what you say, really meant something. Like whether it was negative or positive. Like I, I, I felt, I, I feel what people say. I'm like, I'm super sensitive, and, yeah. uh, you know, like, for example, I got ripped on about riding on an elephant when I was in Sri Lanka and I got like I got like ripped apart man and I almost was like I'm done with social media and then and uh I learned a lot from that I'll tell you that but uh yeah and and that like I'm just you know I'm just I'm just a regular guy man I'm just I'm just I'm I'm a human just like everyone else and uh no matter what man like I can look up to anybody who's say super famous and someone that's not famous at all. And everyone knows something that I don't know. And I know something they don't know. And that, uh, we're, we're all equal. Mm. Yeah. Nice man. Last question, Jacob, if you weren't a yoga teacher, what would you be? If I wasn't a yoga teacher. What would I be? Um, uh, maybe I'd try to play professional sport again, hmm. but I don't know if that would work out. I mean, that's, I'd, I'd probably go for that though, to <laughs> play either professional baseball or be like a... A receiver i don't know i don't i'm not sure that's a hard question just because like i never planned to be a yoga teacher so i became a yoga teacher yeah. when i stopped looking to figure out what i wanted to do things that have come to me have been when i've least expected them and i've been open to re- receiving what the universe is ready to show me and bring to me yeah that's brilliant jacob so that is it that's the that's our episode done. Thank you so much, man. If people want to find out more about you, where would they go? Where would they go if they want to find out more about me? 
Yeah, what's your your Instagram, your Facebook? My Instagram's Jacob Manny Yoga, and uh, I share a lot about myself, my life, and uh, try to share what uh, the average male person in the, this society, in the way we've been conditioned, is uh, not open to sharing. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think that's a uh, that's a good cause, and uh, I hope you keep up the great work. So, Jacob, thank you so much. Boom! There you go. That's Jacob. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, once again, retreat September. It's happening. Details to follow. And um, if you if you listen to this close to September 2019, then uh, there will be details up on website Kevin Ball Yoga. And uh, once again, you can support this podcast if you find it of value by either reviewing it on iTunes, sharing it on social media with a friend. You can blog about it, talk about it in your own podcast, or you can subscribe and support directly on kevinboyyoga.ie forward slash support the yoga life podcast, which will give you access to our private Facebook group, the yoga life podcast community and ask me anything sessions. Finally, Big thanks to the lovely Ruth at 108 Asana Yoga Seeks and Cards by Yoga Roo. Ruth is a former graphic designer and she's designed these really beautiful cards that come in this lovely little turquoise box that help you to simplify your sequencing and bridge that gap between the studio classes and your home practice so that your home practice can be more accessible when you're traveling and even just with building a a class plan which I know a lot of teachers find quite tricky so all the cards feature alignment cues level guides anatomy coding and the Sanskrit to English names go to yogaroo.ie use the promo code Kevin for 10% discount off that's yogaroo.ie use the promo code Kevin for 10% discount as always thank you all so much for listening I really appreciate it I have uh, had quite a few questions coming through. People leave me voice notes. So I do plan to do a Q&A session. So if you uh, have any more questions for me, fire them across either on my website or on my Instagram, Kevin Ball Yoga. And uh, let's keep in touch and keep the conversation going. Thanks.